Today's the feast of Saints Timothy and Titus, bishops. You might notice that the church honors them as bishops and chooses the liturgical color white, even though the tradition is they were martyred, or at least Timothy was martyred, and normally that would be red and he would be honored as a martyr. But the emphasis on them being bishops is really because of the connection to yesterday's feast, feast of the conversion of St. Paul, also liturgical color white, and Paul, who was certainly a martyr, uh, was not, his martyrdom was not the subject yesterday. It was his conversion. So today we honor the two, two of the many spiritual children of St. Paul. So we honor Timothy and Titus. Let me share a little experience that might help us reflect on this, on this feast. Uh, yesterday, I was scheduled to go to the doctor in the morning, and uh, for the third time in a row, the clinic was closed, and the doctor didn't have her hours, so I didn't go, and I was readjusting my schedule, and all of a sudden, a priest showed up here. Surprise visit. Oh, yes. This priest, Father Christopher, is the nephew of Myrna. Myrna, who's sitting here. Not the Myrna, whose death anniversary <laughs> happens to be the same name. Myrna Vilyamin, her death anniversary today. But Myrna, I don't know your surname, is as wife of Sid. Anyway, her nephew came from Australia. He's born in the Philippines, but grew up in Australia. And uh, he came here yesterday with his father. That was Myrna's brother. So just a visit. Uh, so here's his father who has nine children, he's obviously happy that one of his children is a priest, the natural joy of any Catholic parent. Uh, we got to chatting a little bit, sharing our story. I don't remember exactly how, it was just, just freewheeling discussion. I'm always happy to meet another priest. In some, some ways, every brother, every priest is a brother to a priest, so that's a kind of family relationship. But He's much younger than I am. So at one point I said something about how Anawim came to the Philippines. I said our founders were here in 1991. I said, you were probably a little boy then. He said, no, I didn't exist. <laughs> so I said, how old are you? He said, I'm 31. So I said, I'm 62. <laughs> this, this man is exactly half my age. Okay, so it, it's just, it's a joy to have a young priest around, no doubt. I, although I've never met him before, I didn't even know he existed. He's the next generation. And in the, in the church, it's always a joy to know there's somebody coming along who will take our place. Okay, so let's set aside Father Christopher for a moment and that strange providence that I happened to be here when he showed up. And let's reflect on Timothy and Titus. Now, we heard the, the reading from Paul's letter to Timothy in which he explains, or he greets Timothy as his own child. Timothy, my child, he calls him. And yet, he then goes on to say, I know that the faith you have was in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice. So, you see the two dimensions that Paul weaves together here? The, the natural dimension, he's, Timothy has a mother and a grandmother, just like all of us have mothers and grandmothers and we come from our families and if our families were families of faith, we may have received the faith 
through the family. But then there's this spiritual family, which is bigger and, and the, the grace is even more powerful, in which Paul says, I'm the father of this Timothy, because he's my child. So he's the child of Eunice, yes, but he's also the child of, of Paul. And this gives us a, a little understanding of how the family of faith, the family of the church, grows. It grows, yes, because people marry and have children and they pass on their faith to their children and their grandchildren, but it also grows because of the grace that is at work through anyone of faith who can be the spiritual father or mother of someone else who's not related in any way. So that's Timothy and Titus, children, spiritual children of St. Paul, and signs to us of how the family of faith will continue. It, it, the, the church didn't end when all the apostles died. They designated successors, they appointed bishops like Timothy and Titus, and those Timothy and Titus prayed for successors, and bishops came along, and after that, another generation of bishops until the bishops that we have now. The bishops are the successors of the apostles. So that's how it happens, but at the same time, it's a mysterious work of God. So I think it's beautiful that today's gospel, which is not chosen for the feast day, it just happens to be the gospel of, of Friday of the of the third week in ordinary time, Jesus says, well, how does this kingdom of God really work? How is it with the kingdom of God? And he says, well, it's something like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground and then he goes to bed and he gets up the next day, goes to bed that day, gets up the next day. And through it all, the seed in some ways grows by itself in a, in a way that the farmer doesn't understand. This is how Jesus says it. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. Of its own accord, the land yields fruit. First the blade, then the ear, etc. He speaks about how there's this natural process of growth that the farmer observes and in some ways participates in, but he also doesn't understand. Well, that's us in the kingdom of God. We are part of the sowing of the seed, including to our children and grandchildren, and to anyone we might meet. But we're also observing the kingdom of God growing when we're sleeping. And when we get up the next day, there's something that we didn't know was going to happen. That's why I like that little providence yesterday of the doctor canceling her hour, her clinic hours. It's providence. I didn't cancel my appointment. It got canceled in God's providence. And so I happened to be here when Father Christopher showed up. I said, well, that's something like what happens as we observe the kingdom growing. We, we're not in charge of the whole thing. We have to observe how God's providence shapes our, our days and nights as we get up and sleep and get up and sleep. Well, God is at work through it all, 24 hours. They say 24-7, God is at work building his kingdom, and we are both participants and observers. We have a small role to play, yes. We, we, are, we are farmers, but we don't make the seed grow. We don't make the kingdom of, we don't make the kingdom of God grow. We're participants. So on this feast day of Timothy and Titus, we rejoice that there is 
this process of, of, of growth in the church uh, from generation to generation. And we do our part to pass on the faith to everyone. At the same time, we realize we, don't, we can't make it happen any more than a farmer can make seeds grow. We, we, are, we are sharers in the mystery of the growth of the kingdom. And we rejoice to have our part to play. We rejoice to see our ancestors in the faith, Paul, Timothy, Titus, and everyone between them and up to today. And we rejoice to see the fruit of the spread of the church. And we, we say, Lord, continue to bring increase to your church, continue to spread the gift of your life to all people.